0: prospective students from all over the world ask tons of questions about applying and studying at BI. This is a podcast series that answers all of them. Hello and welcome to the podcast from the BI Norwegian Business School Life at BI series. This is our fifth episode and we are actually already halfway through the podcast series. Last time we touched the question how to choose a program Today, we are going to elaborate more on this topic and talk about one of the most popular programs at BI, a finance one, and why do students choose it. And right now, with me, we have actual finance students here at BI, Juan Carlos and Matias, who will share their experience with us. Hello, guys, and welcome to the studio.
1: Hello. (laughs) Thank you. Uh,
0: To begin with, let's get to know each other. My name is Anastasia, I am from Ukraine, I did my bachelor in marketing and uh, I had a previous experience of working in consulting, educational and um, humanitarian spheres. What about you?
1: Uh, My name is Matthias, and I'm coming from Sweden and I have a background from engineering and I've been working within the mining industry as an engineer for a couple of years before I uh, started studying here at BI. Hmm, Interesting.
2: I'm... Juan Carlos, I'm from Mexico. I studied my Bachelor in Actuarial Science and I've been working in the finance field for six years.
0: Okay, so we have two people coming from a bit different background. Matthias, my question would be to you, why finance?
1: Uh, I have always been interested in within fi- investment and trading, so uh, uh, when I uh, had worked a couple of years within the mining industry, I decided to actually pursue my dream and and work with the things that I really like. So that's why I uh, started to go towards the uh, finance industry and uh, I choose BI's uh, quantitative finance program. Uh,
0: Okay, what about you, Carlos? You already was in finance and you decided to still go for finance, master in finance.
2: Yeah, but it's different when you say quantitative finance because it combines mathematics applied to finance, which is different. It it gives a different focus of the field uh, because if you go only to finance, you get a knowledge about how to manage a company and the numbers and everything. But with quantitative finance, you can model uh, all the uh, numbers here in finance.
0: Mm-hmm. So you wanted a bit more focused education right yeah, now, as far exactly. I understand. Okay, uh, let's go back to choosing a program where you are studying right now. Uh, what were the factors? Why did you choose particularly BI and particularly quantitative finance, especially for you, Matthias, because we also have a master in finance and a master in business, majoring in finance. Um, can you talk?
1: Uh, Yeah, my my choice was uh, quite easy because since I have my engineering background, I was quite interesting within uh, mathematics and uh, physics and so on during my bachelor's studies. And uh, then I searched which school that actually had some quantitative finance because I have read a little bit about it and I have heard about it and it was a quite new topic, what you can see as a program. So... Not so many schools actually have this uh, this program. And then I um, I went for BI because uh, BI has the triple uh, accreditation, which is a uh, uh, quality stamps in my point of view, where, where they, they have a high quality. And uh, I think it's in 2018, it was only about 90 to, uh, 90 to 100 schools that actually ha- has this uh, triple crown. mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and um, the finance field today is demanding some specific knowledge like uh, machine learning, uh, uh, that uh, stochastic calculus, for example. Those are the main and programming skills, which uh, all these you can get them in this program at BI.
0: Okay, so I would say it was quite unique when you just applied, right, to the program and you also like the level of school, that's why...
1: Yeah, and and what Carlos said, uh, I think these topics is uh, going to be uh, bigger in the future because we are seeing much more complex data. We are getting more data to analyze. So I think that that having the knowledge within the stochastic modeling and the programming and uh, statistical learning, uh, then you can approach uh, like for trading or for uh, if you are on the buy side, sell side or wherever you can approach in a whole uh, uh, different way.
0: And do you get it within the program right now? Are you satisfied?
2: Uh, So I've been studying for one semester and uh, it has been quite challenging, Mm -hmm. uh, especially for stochastic calculus and uh, data science, which are the most difficult in this semester. and uh, But, yeah, they have been challenging, but I've been satisfied with the knowledge I acquired.
0: Actually, my question would be um, qualitative, bi- qualitative finance and all the words that you are talking right now, they may sound quite intimidating. And we also had on the previous podcast the girl from business analytics back, um, master. Uh, my question was, did you prepare yourself somehow before you started actually studying? Did you follow any courses or did BI provide you with, you, did BI pro- provide you with any information prior to start of the semester?
2: Mm, yeah, actually, in the, if you go to the page uh, when you apply for the program, you can find there the description of the course and uh, some uh, subjects you are going to learn. So if you want to uh, come prepare, you can read about the subjects and uh, actually, I did it, but um, I didn't start it before I arrived. Oh, well, uh, you had
0: your uh, <laughs> uh, practical experience, right? In <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the background. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> the preparation. Yeah,
2: yeah but it, it's actually different because uh, I've been uh, working in banks mm-hmm. mainly, and uh, out there it's kind of different. And uh, for example, in Mexico, in, and where in the, in the back I was working, we didn't apply. It, Programming skills per se or calculus because I was in the sales side. I was a sales trader. Oh, okay, I see. And we work with clients. And uh, what my interests are going for uh, trading in a proprietary uh, firm, for example. And they use all these models that you you have to program uh, every day. You have to apply all your stochastic models. In everyday's life. so I think, uh, for example, this program it's uh, way good.
0: What programs do you use within your program? What like um, computer-based programs? Uh,
1: it's a little bit different. Uh, i been before I started at BI. I've been um, uh, programming some trading uh, algorithms within the Java programming language. Mm-hmm. But here at BI, we are working. We have been working now with uh, within R. And uh, I think next semester we are going to work more with maybe C++ or Python or something like that. So, I mean, I mean it's quite, uh, uh, it depends on what, uh, what language you are most comfortable with. You can work with that language.
0: Yes, of course. When you have this knowledge, you can apply them to different um, computer programs. Yeah, I know exactly. that I think finance students, actually like not quantitative <coughs> finance, but master in finance, they work with MATLAB, if I'm correct.
1: Yeah, we have been working with MATLAB within the derivatives course mm-hmm. now. And I mean, we have been modeling there. So.
0: Okay. Um, you touched the point, but let's elaborate more about challenges you're facing <laughs> while studying here. Uh, can you tell, like, besides, I mean, how is the workload, um, how the professors... Um, What else? uh, Is there anything uh, you find difficult?
2: I mean, one of my challenges was not actually in school because, for example, in Mexico the weather, for example, it's very (laughs) different. Yeah, we we had. (laughs) That was my first challenge.
0: (laughs) Conversation about (laughs) moving to Norway. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
2: exactly. the second
0: episode, uh, and uh, (laughs) girls like weather (laughs) prices.
2: But, yeah, well, uh, after i uh, been uh, working on that challenge uh, in school, yeah, you can find a good equilibrium in your personal life and your academic life. Uh, sometimes you have a lot of work to do in school. Sometimes you don't, and you can't uh, go for hiking or something to take advantage of that uh, free time. But, yeah, I, I found here an equilibrium in, in the time of... I spend it in school and I spend it in my personal life.
0: So, there is life, uh, study-life balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How do you manage it? Because you do really sound like very uh, data-oriented, finance-oriented people, uh, but you still find time to do all the other stuff. Yeah,
2: if you manage to organize your time, you will find time for everything. So, maybe we have sometimes, like I said, sometimes you have a lot of work to do and you can't go out But sometimes you don't have that workload and you can't uh, uh, go and enjoy Norway.
0: Great. And I probably would say as long as you keep up with the courses, stay on track and don't uh, procrastinate for too (laughs) long, you'll be fine with exams and uh, you should be fine.
2: If you start working from the beginning as the courses go uh, along and you work along with the courses, uh, you will find time for everything. Because if you leave everything for the end, uh, it will be difficult.
0: But what if um, you have some questions? Can you approach a professors at any working hours, uh, or do you have any other students helping you with this? Um,
1: yeah, I mean you, you can you can approach a professor during the break when we have this lecture, and, and then they all, all, always set up some office hours when you can reach them and. Uh, have your questions so uh, I think uh, I haven't uh, actually felt that that was any problem to talk to them or getting getting some help from them so far at least
0: I would say the distance is not that that big between professors and uh, students isn't it
1: no I think it's quite good so but I mean like uh, Carlos said uh, my biggest challenge that I've been been working with uh, when I started here is that we have like four courses at the same time during the whole semester and uh, from my bachelor's uh, studies in Sweden we only, only had two courses at mm-hmm. the same time so yeah you have to you adjust.
0: To, uh, distribute your attention to different stuff, Exactly yeah.
1: and not procrastinate
0: yeah mm-hmm. of course. Uh, I agree with you on this, but um, I think we covered the, the benefits you have, you have, the challenges you have. Uh, let's now talk about your career prospects. Uh, let's imagine you are. Well, first, let's talk about the next year. What are you planning to do? Do you have any options besides studying here at BI for the second year of studies? Uh,
1: no, we don't. We do not have any options. Like we cannot go on an exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: well, that's, that's semester
1: or something like that. That's
0: probably particular to quantitative finance. Yeah. So I think for master of finance they can do uh, electives and exchange and uh, also internship.
1: Yeah, we we also have the opportunity to make an internship, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, at, at least what I'm going to apply for. Here because,
0: in Norway or somewhere abroad?
1: Uh, I don't I don't know yet. I have been um, searching for some internship in Sweden and in London. Also, so we have to see if uh, I get any response from that. Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: yeah, of I will course, find uh, fingers something. crossed. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> yeah. But I, I actually think <coughs> that it's very nice that BI provides the opportunity to, to choose where you want to follow your internship. Uh, it can be uh, in any company which uh-huh. is within BI, like, BI partners uh, is in Norway, or you can also, if you are super proactive, you can also f- go and find someone else. It, like in the company you are interested to working in the future, which of course will benefit you. Let's talk about your future career prospects. Just wrap up and finish. Uh, what do you plan to do after you
2: graduate? What do I plan? Um, my plan is to find a, a job in trading uh, here in Norway on, or in other country. Like uh, Matthias said, uh, for example, in my case, I've been applying for internships in Norway in London, in Singapore, Australia. And um, what I found is that BI is well-recognized around the world. And uh, my, uh, at least at this moment, my interview opportunities have increased uh, a lot. So my plan after my, my, pro- my master's program uh, is to keep going, trying to find uh, the job I want, and uh, through this program and through VI, I found it that it's quite more easier than I thought.
0: Mm, I'm very happy to hear this actually. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and my plan is uh, also maybe I haven't decided yet if I'm going to apply for a, for a job or I'm a, if I'm going towards a PhD within machine learning or mathematics, but more within the finance uh, part, yeah.
0: Well, guys, my um, I hope it turns out very good for you that, that you are jeered after BI <laughs> and can conquer any interview, any task you have, and uh, land any job you wish to. Uh, I would ask you uh, give you final advices for prospective students who are thinking to apply uh, maybe um, who may be worried or feared to apply uh, or maybe there is something you have not heard before you came here and you wish you knew uh, can you share
1: yeah I mean the biggest fear that I uh, saw when I applied it was, was for the stochastic calculus I know I had a bad math from, from earlier but uh, I was a little bit worried about the stochastic but my advice is just to be don't be worried at all because the professors here are amazing, and uh, they can explain like every little detail in a perfect way. So yeah, I'm I'm right now I'm really comfortable within the subject so.
2: Yeah, I will say to foreign students that they shouldn't hesitate to come here to BI in, in Oslo. Uh, in order to achieve your goals, you have to take risks. yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: finance comes in.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been working... I was uh, in a good job in Mexico. And uh, for me, I had to sacrifice a lot all my uh, personal life or my professional life that I was having there. And But uh, now that I'm here... I'm very satisfied with my decision. So they shouldn't hesitate. They should take risks. You should take risks. All, all the students that are thinking to coming here, uh, you, should, you should definitely come.
0: Okay. Thank you. Talking in finance term, I <laughs> hope it is successful, uh, profitable, long-term <laughs> investment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, it will be. Yeah.
0: Great! Uh, I think it's a wrap-up. Thank you, Juan Carlos and Matias, for being with us today. Thank you, and thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and find found it helpful. The next time we are going to talk in, about another program called QTEM. Whether you have any idea what this abbreviation stands for or not, I am sure you will find the following episode to be interesting as well. Have a great day, and see you soon.